now in high definition, you are watching VidGold. show this is our saturday night costume event and i'm going to do my best to maneuver around this gigantic pillar that is separating the two of us why are you so far away from me this is like this is like AUSA all over again like if i had the extra length i'd walk over and sit next to you sure <laughs> that was a thing that happened so did the hindenburg Henry didn't seem to mind with that one. Welcome, every, welcome everybody to our costume contest. I'm here to bind work you guys up. I'm your host for this evening. I'm also going to do my stand-up uh, later in this room later today, but that's going to be after our premiere of uh, Gamers the Movie, and then Celebrity Jeopardy is going to be on later. I hope to see you guys out there for that. My name's Uncle Yo. I'm a geek comedian, which means instead of health insurance, I have hit points. Once those run out, we're boned. I mean, I'm trying to get whatever program Mario personally has, because you hit your head against enough bricks and you collect a hundred pennies, you get an extra life. That is nowhere on the Obamacare website. What backward Canadian healthcare plan is that to cheat death for a hundred little coins? 90 games of Galaga, whatever it's going to be. Thanks, everybody, for coming out. I love doing shows in New Jersey where only the smart survive. Let me try not botching that one. I come to Jersey where only the strong survive because the smart leave. There we go. This is the first costume contest I've done in New Jersey since the Steampunk World's Fair. Every Friday night we used to do the uh, Queen of Steam drag race, which was always fun to see all the Steampunk costumes come out. Steampunk is like one of those go-to tack-over something, like Steampunk Avengers, Steampunk Sailor Moon, Steampunk... Jedi, steampunk, tumbler, redundant, I know. The hardest part was the second year we had that outside and it started to rain. So we had to go through the contest quickly because costumers started to rust. The joy of doing a steampunk con is like half the costume wasn't even bought at Joanne's. They went straight to the Home Depot. What is this going to be? It's going to be a corset. That's going to hurt. Yeah, it will, but it'll be magnetic. <laughs> I've discovered what the new trope is going to be. Right now, it's Disney Princess as what have you. Disney Princess as Jedi. Disney Princess as Avengers. Disney Princess as Chuck Norris. But we already have that. She's called Chung Lee, and she's in Street Fighter, my friend. The next one is going to be introduced by my cat, who is ba who's basically taken over our closet. It's going to be cat hair everything. So it's going to be cat hair Jedi, cat hair Avengers, cat hair um, Uncle Iroh from Avatar. Zuko, all the nations must get along like the 12 cats who hide in my robe. The white one, he's a biter, and this one, he has no hair. I call him Scrotes. We don't know when he's castrated. We can't even tell. There's something wonderful to this energy that comes in, in the American convention circuit about cosplay. It's two very simple words that we borrowed and butchered from the Japanese. It's costume and play. It's playing in a costume, and a lot of proud American traditions actually work off of cosplay. If you've ever done a play on stage in a costume, kinda counts. What other proud American traditions? Mummers, all do about dress up. Drag queens, just cause you don't think it's a costume, honey. What's another proud tradition? The KKK, the uh, crazy Kentucky cosplayers. Those guys are awesome. Who'd you think I was talking about? 
<laughs> it's been a it's been a pleasure doing these shows because you really get to see what people want to do, what they want to see. Everyone who chooses to dress up as the doctor, it's telling us what they want to see in the world. It's the great um, Mahatma Gandhi quote that we hear again and again: "To be the change you want to be in the world," which I guess the baby concurs with. Like a story about a friend of mine that I recently got in touch with through Facebook. This was a girl I knew from kindergarten. And we've only gotten uh, to know each other because she's been finding me through my podcast. She's been finding me through some of the web appearances. The first show that she ever did, first anime show, she wanted to be a Disney princess. This was maybe four or five years ago. And for her, Princess Jasmine. My personal favorite after, you know, Nala. So after two attempts of learning how to sew, three attempts on the wig because it caught fire twice... That's a different story that I'll save for later tonight. She finally gets the costume together as Princess Jasmine from Aladdin. Walks right through the door, grabs her badge, and some idiot at the registration desk shoots her right down and says, Why are you dressed like that? That's not anime. That's dumb. First off, you never tell a princess that directly to her face. So there she is, wandering through the dealer's room. Uh, trying to meet up with other friends, uh, completely alone, still dressed as Princess Jasmine, and there's this high-pitched Doppler effect as this five-year-old rocket with pigtails charges across the, concre the, the concrete floor, across the whole hall, leaps onto her leg, and just clutches. Anybody lose a rocket? Oh, it's biting me now. The mother charges up, yanks her daughter off. I'm sorry, this is your, 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 her favorite princess. Can we get a picture, please? Snap. Feeling a little bitter about herself, but it's the crying five-year-old as she's dragged away by her mother. Mommy, I met a princess today. Did you see? I met a real, live princess. Someone actually took the time to be and personify what they wanted to see, what they wanted to be, whatever that matters. To which it, it leads me to what happened at uh, Comic-Con last year. Avengers, of course, had just come out. They were, of course, crushing it, considering the week before at CancerCon, we had a Disney princess photo shoot. And my friend Raphael, who does uh, Captain America very often, walks up the steps where they're having their photo shoot, right in the middle of the Disney princesses, does this. Four princesses on either arm. We photograph it, put it online. Within a half an hour, 4chan had put up the caption, You're go, Dark Knight. Avengers pimping it out. But it was New York Comic Con, a gentleman who would later win first prize in our Saturday night competition. He's standing as Captain America's got the shield, got the helmet, got everything. Photos, flashes are coming from everywhere. And I see another charging girl. I've done enough anime conventions to know when a glomp is coming. A glomp is essentially, imagine if like a vulture could dive down and hug you. Like a glomp is like maybe two spots away from how a leopard attacks things. But this is supposed to be out of love. So I see the girl charging Captain America. I'm wondering, do I step in and ruin the photo? Do I save the dude? And she runs around the Captain America to jump on the Deadpool who's photobombing Captain America from behind. <laughs> Little girl in 20 years, you are the best girlfriend in college. You have won. I'm sorry. Congratulations. Are you guys good to go? Two more minutes? Or good to go? Fantastic. May I introduce you to, the, to our crowd and audience? Yeah, go for it! Rock and roll, guys. I don't know if I have enough cord to get over to you. Give it a shot. You don't. No, you don't. You don't. You don't. <laughs> you, don't. you should use your projection voice. Okay. <laughs> Come on. So, fo so, folks, I've worked with you for, I want to say, almost 
because I keep seeing you in different costumes. Yeah. So in my mind, you're just a shapeshifter, so I know not to trust you. <laughs> so say hello to the crowd, everybody. These are going to be our judges for tonight. Hi, guys. I'm Vicious Cosplay. I am your master craftsmanship judge. Um, I'm Jesse J. Bomb. I uh, really have no skill in this whatsoever. We love her. Um, I care about my opinion because my opinion is the only one that matters. Yeah. <laughs> I am Professor Snape. And I am clearly a good judge of character. <laughs> without, without a doubt, am I set to bring everybody on? Go for it. All right, rock and roll, everybody. Let me hear a round of applause for all of our brave contestants outside who are excited to come on and show you their best of work. So we're going to start things off. Keep that going for Miss Aubrey Moore, who comes on as RP6 Twilight Sparkle. From the world of My Little Ponies, Friendship is Magic, comes the one pony who is magically transformed into a human mage who is set to wander the world and help all that she can. Please welcome Lady Ikari Cosplay as RP6 Twilight Sparkle. <laughs> Have you done? Me? Yeah. Um, I've made uh, about like eighteen costumes before this one. You look like you're twelve, though. <laughs> I'm not. This is. Can, can you tell me about what? Uh, can you tell me a little bit about the spell book? Because this is one of the most impressive props I've, I've seen in a while. It's actually an old um, calculus and management accounting book. And it's now used for witchcraft. So it's serving the same purpose. And my wand is sparkly. I love it. My ADD has been picking it up all night. It is noticed. It's like a cat having a seizure. I'm working on it. And I made all of the costume except for the pants and the necklace. It's absolutely beautiful. Thank you very much. 
All right. Twilight is best pony. All right, we're going to bring on to make sure that I have the uh, reading right. For any of you who are fans of first-person shooters, RPGs, this is a game that seems to blend them together brilliantly. Please welcome um, Madison May as Tiny Tina from Borderlands 2. to go over a lot of the props that you're wearing because you went full out to get everything assembled from the the hidden C4 C4 uh, packet, the fanny pack of destruction. You've even brought your own knife, you've made your own dynamite, but what I love best is how you matched up the colors with how it looks like on the video game. As in the as in the patches, these aren't just band-aids, this isn't just paint. It looks like the bright white that you're going to see on your screen. So what are the, the bandages made from? It's electrical tape. Okay. Yeah. Electrical and tape and then permanent marker? Yep, that's it. Badass. How long did the mask take? Uh, a day, I think. About. Not long. You okay? Right there. Are you a wizard? <laughs> it's, it's, what did it start as? Um, it's a plastic mask, uh, like a regular Joanne Craft one, and then paper mache over and over and over. You, you walked into Joanne's and said, I need to take down Handsome Jack, give me that. That's it, that's it. I just took it and I left. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My joy now. <laughs> I love this. How many hours have you clocked in at Borderlands 2? Oh, a lot. I don't even know at this point. Too many. Too many. Okay. Well, you have me beat by two. Okay. Ooh, Spectacular. Good. Let's let's give it up for Tiny Tina. Oh my gosh. All right. Rock and roll. We are going to bring on uh, Jessica. Uh, I want to make sure I'm pronouncing this right. Uh, Kutch. Oh thank, oh, thank God, it was not a, not a long O sound. Uh, Jessica Koch comes on as uh, uh, Aqua from Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. Woo! One of the Kingdom Hearts I have not had the chance to play. Hearts Birth by Sea, uh, one of the few in the franchise I actually didn't get the chance to play. What made you want to go with Aqua and not what everybody else goes with? Well, I've done a couple other Kingdom Hearts characters, okay. but I just had so much fun as Aqua because I, I love her character. Okay. I love how bad she is in the game because okay. normally when you get the female mage characters, they're supportive healer types, but Aqua just goes in and destroys everything with Holy Magic and it's great. Tell me about how long the Keyblade made, because this is, this is, this, you make this. That's what's incredible to me. Uh, yeah, this Keyblade, I don't know how many hours this thing took, but it took way too many. Um, it's poster board, dowel rods, clay, paper mache, plaster. Phoenix feather? Yes. Okay, making sure. Wizardry, magic. Okay. How long did the wig take? Not too long. Okay. That was one of the easier parts. Okay. Just needed some trimming. Excellent. How long have you been doing cosplay? Because there's just a, there's a lot of attention to just measurement, coloration, and detail that means you've spent a lot of time with this. I've been cosplaying for about eight years now. Eight? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> what, was your what was your first disaster cosplay? Probably the first year I tried doing anything. Okay. I did a classic cosplay of Mitsuki from Full Moon. 
Full Moon with Sargasta? You've seen Full Moon too? Yes. No one, no one knows that anime. Thank you. Oh my god. We're friends now. Why that character? Because I was 15 and I had the clothes in my closet. <laughs> Where was the character? Tied up in the basement? Just making sure. I don't know where I don't know where you're supposed to put. Be doing one of her magical transformation scenes. Okay, fair enough. Folks, please give it up for Aqua. This looks fantastic. Best of luck to you. All right. Let me get um, Muzak back. This is going to be very interesting. I have not had the chance to run through Sword Art online, but this is one of the premier boss fights in the anime. So. Let me see if I can uh, get this right the first pronunciation, first time around. Uh, this is Yokiro coming on as Gleam Eyes from Sword Art Online. So, giant angry blue minotaur, but there's also a detail that the ladies would want to see. Can I trouble you to spin around and uh, shake what your devil gave you? Yeah. So the character's tail is an actual snake, so he went full out to do a king cobra in the back. Um, which is a great guardian, I uh, have to admit. I wish we were having the white elephant burlesque on later tonight. But there's so many great items and, and just fabrics that are also in this costume. What's the majority of this made from? Please. Um, please. Okay. And is it safe to keep the microphone there? Uh, pretty much, yeah. Okay, just making sure you've been fed. Um, yeah. Okay. What is, what is keeping the lights glowing? Oh, these are LED finger lights. I just stuck in some, uh, some foam. Okay. Um, the sword is one of the more badass options. How long did this take? Uh, about, like, less than two days, maybe a couple hours. Nice, nice. Originally, you were on stilts. I, I guess we made the, the right choice and not trying that again, but you're originally a, a, a good two and a half feet taller. Oh yeah, I'll put those on high for now, but right now, I'm ready for performing now. Rock and roll, man. This looks spectacular. Let's give it up for Yokiro. All right. Do you need help getting off the stage? Okay, you're good to go. Just making sure. Let me see. All right, everybody, let's, uh, let's give it up for, for me, the best mother-daughter film since the Freaky Friday trailer. Straight from the Highlands of Scotland, here is Merida from Disney Pixar's Brave! This costume is brought to us by Miss Lorraine Rosenberg. Hello, Lorraine. Beautiful stuff. I love the color. I love that you decided to... I love that you brought the bears with you. Uh, do you have Angus with you? I don't have Angus with me. He's at home. Okay. Uh, is, is, is he good? Is, is he feeling good? He's pretty good. Uh, he's not liking that the winter's coming, you know? Well, you know what they say, winter is coming. Oh, it's coming later. It's definitely coming on later tonight at the box. Oh, it is. How, how long did the wig take? This is not a wig. What? It's not a wig. <laughs> oh, Lord. You are stuck with that. Can you tell me about the bow? Is that self-made? The bow is not self-made completely. I bought it actually from a man in the backwoods of Ohio who actually makes bows out of reclaimed wood, but I uh, 
restained it to a different shade, okay. and I added the piece right here, um, which I modeled out of clay, and I added um, the leather trim right here, just to give it a little bit of a softer feel for holding. Do you remember one of your favorite scenes from the movie? I do. Hey, hey, hey! Wrong uh, color bear! We don't have those in Scotland! This is an albino black bear! This is a robotic black bear! Clown! So, that... Okay. Let's start with the Daleks. Can you remember one of your favorite parts from the My film? My favorite part is during the scene where the three suitors who are competing for her hand, and she is clever enough to come up with a rule that it's the first one descendant of any family can compete, and she goes up right like this, takes off her hat, and says, I am Merida, first born descendant of Clan Dumbrough, and I'll be shooting for my own hand. It was a great character to, to role model yourself off of. If you had on if you had unlimited time, unlimited resources. Is there a Disney princess? There we go. There's the American accent coming back. It's just forced every time to go full McCoy on this one. Is there is there a Disney princess you would want to do with unlimited time and budget? Always be Merida because Merida is the first princess that I ever thought that I could relate to and that I actually looked like. And my friends actually joke that Disney Prince, um, Disney and Pixar stalked me in my sleep because there's such a resemblance in face shape and eye color and hair color. So um, I'd probably want to do the actual blue um, suitor dress that she does in the um, you know suitor scene where she's sitting and she's got blue headpiece that she rips open. I'd love to do that dress or the dress from the end where it's very um, Celtic knotted, um, what's it called, a trim, and she's got a beautiful uh, leather trim belt that she has a sash, which I used to have the sash, but I actually lost it, and I'm of summer, so, <laughs> oh well. You got it. Lorraine, it looks wonderful. Thank, Thank you for coming up. Let's give it up for Miss Merida. All right, let's bring on... So, ladies and gentlemen, there is a lot of Doctor Who running around this convention. I've seen an 8, I've seen some 9s, I've seen a 1 great 11. We've already had a huge turnout for the Doctor Who game show later tonight, but it is still not enough. Daleks are still invading. It is time to go into the 1970s Doctor, my first, your first, who will always be. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Caden Dowgen as the fourth Doctor. The Tom Baker Doctor, the Doctor! to meet you and congratulations for entering it is so weird how right you got this costume even the proportions can I ask did anyone make the scarf or did you guys buy the scarf um, actually my mom's friend Randy gave it to us my grandmother made it 25 years ago <laughs> we're made for a song like this what is more Doctor Who than the word legacy is that your re it, no, I'm, I'm getting I'm striking out with this is that your real hair no. <laughs> okay, one out of four ain't bad. This is wonderful. Have you watched any uh, Tom Baker Doctor Who? Um, I used to. Okay. Do you remember a favorite moment, or do you have a favorite Doctor Who villain? No. Okay. <laughs> that makes two of us. Thank you so much, bro. <laughs> You're friends now. Thank you so much, bro.
let's let's give it up for Mr. Caden. From the kingdom, Arendelle, please welcome Elsu from Disney's Frozen. Yeah. It's one of the unspoken rules of the internet. If it exists, there will be porn of it, the Tumblr rule. If it exists, it will be on Tumblr. If it is on Tumblr, it can and will be cosplay. Oh, goodness. So we got to talk about the prop work on that one. Can I, it's such a recent movie. Were, were you that impressed by the character? Yes, I was really impressed by the character and the character design as well. But she's very elegant and beautiful and I think she's gonna be a very nice character. Can I ask what you just blew on the stage? That would be the snow from the VIP bag. <laughs> you know who you were that gave it to her. I'm so glad you said snow. Oh, that is awesome. Is, how long does it take you to get into this thing? Actually, not very long. It's very easy to get into this. Okay. <laughs> what is on your head? That is my real hair. That is your actual color? Yes. That's badass. <laughs> you are a fan fiction waiting to happen. <laughs> it's beautiful. Did you get it from your grandmother? Thank you, I grew it myself. <laughs> I'm so glad you guys got to enter. Are you here with Merida? Yes, I am. Okay. You're friends now. I ship you. <laughs> I don't know if it's exactly legal, but I'm doing it. <laughs> this looks spectacular. How, oh, how many other shows do you end up doing a year? Um, I've done, I think, at least five shows this year. Okay. Have you hit up Wicked Fair before? No, I have not. Okay. Do you want to for 2014? Yes, I will. Also brought to you by Jeff Mack Enterprises. <laughs> <laughs> We're friends now. Thank you so much, oh, love. Yeah, thank you. Let's give it up. Great job, Carl. You met a brand new teenage friend and you didn't get the cold shoulder. Womp, 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 womp. We tried. All right, so flat out, one of my favorite franchises, uh, this is brought to us by Valve. By, uh, Val. I ran into these guys in the elevator, and I couldn't believe uh, what they decided to do with this. So not the original character design, so they decided to do a little anthropomorphic work, which you'll see time and time again. So let's please welcome uh, Jacob Ulrich as the Space Corps and his mom, Karen Ulrich, as GLaDOS from Portal and Portal 2. <laughs> Half of a floral wreath okay. cut in half, and then my husband, decades old model paint. 
Um, but I got lucky. The dimensions and the EL wire that comes on the previous things was just perfect length, so everything kind of fell together much easily. Does Tony Stark know that you, you've ripped that out of him? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He'll notice soon enough. Yes. How come these characters... Have you played through Portal and Portal 2? Yes. Are they not awesome? Yes. Who's I, I, who's, <laughs> whose idea was it to do these two characters? He, we've been doing costumes since he was tiny. When he was two, he was Napoleon, which I think is my favorite because there's no better costume for a two-year-old than Napoleon. Um, but um, my mother-in-law has sewn them up until this one, where after 10 years of owning my sewing machine, I finally actually came to Steampunk World's Fair and was finally um, enthused enough about something to actually start using my sewing machine, which has meant that this year costume with him. You guys are so spectacular at this. Uh, my parents have brought me to my first convention under the offside that I wouldn't be able to find my way home afterward. <laughs> so to start them young and to start and to keep it within the family, it's just it just speaks so much about where the community is going. And I want to thank you guys so much for doing this dual costume together. You guys look amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. Take care, Alex. All right, our next on is uh, Ms. Gail Bailey, who I believe this is an original character design as the Fireheart Dragon Mage. I need my music, I need my applause. There are so many... All right, where do I want to start? Well, ADD is telling me sparkly. Um, Did you add that effect after, or did it already come in the fabric? It came in the fabric. Can you tell me a little bit about the original character? Um, Basically, it started with the bodice. I got this yesterday. And it's a mage. You can just tell by the sleeves. It's incredible. And the dragon. Yeah. And then everything else fell from there. No spectacular. So you had a lot of this just lying around the I house? Had a lot of this just lying around the house, mostly from pirates. Of course. Pirates. Five <laughs> finger discount. I already had. Okay, you already had the wand. I already had the wand. Who did you slay to take their wand? <laughs> no, it was somebody. Um, Is anyone missing, Professor, that I should know about? The wand chooses the lizard. <laughs> <laughs> and the dragon chooses the apprentice. Oh, I love that. How long have you been reading science fiction? Since I could read. God bless. <laughs> Do you have a favorite author or a favorite series? Well, for quite a while it was Perk. God bless. And I've read, uh, if you can name it, I've probably read it. Spectacular. Gail, this looks incredible. Thank you so much for popping on. Let me get another round of applause for Gail. All right, let's keep this going. This is our second duel. All right, folks, they are beaming down from the Justice League Wash Tower. So this is the Injustice Flash and a one-of-a-kind Green Lantern Samurai. Please welcome Carlos Cubas and Edwin Mendez as Green Lantern Samurai and the Injustice Flash. This stage is plywood and carpet samples from Lowe's. 
And I'm so glad I'm not the first to trip on them. But I will not be the... You're not going to be the last, trust me. This is spectacular stuff, guys. You even have the contacts in. You have, you have the entire outfit going. I have never seen the, the Green Lantern pull out or do anything with the samurai art. What made you blend these two together? I'm a big fan of uh, Japanese uh, materials and stuff, and I saw a samurai. He, his idea was uh, to be the Flash. So I was like, my favorite character was Green Lantern. Mm -hmm. I wanted to fuse the two. From, from Injustice or from the comics in general? Just the comics in general. You got it. Uh, Hal Jordan or Kyle Rayner, who'd you grow up with? Uh, Hal Jordan. Absolutely, man. This is, so, this is wonderful. What, is there anything about the costume that is not originally made? Uh, the clothes? Just about. Just the fabric itself. So you've also got, a, in addition to the sword, there's also a dagger. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. So we got, okay, we got two daggers, just making sure. About four of them. Oh. There's a bunch. You came prepared to be in South Jersey. Okay, just making sure. So did you also make uh, the Flash's costume too, or was this a joint effort? This idea was to do a Flash from Injustice, but it was a little uh, complicated, so I decided to make my own custom uh, version of it. Yeah. Because he wanted just the chest piece, I decided to do the rest of the armor. So the, the option is, it's clearly, uh, it's not all one piece, but it still fits together Really tightly, I have to say. It really conforms to you. What is the majority of this made out of? Uh, EVA foam. Okay. And fabric paint. Okay. Uh, do you know how to get in touch with him in case he runs off somewhere? No. Okay, he'll be fine. <laughs> you guys look wonderful. I'm going to have you stand in stage for just one second for one more round of photos. Please hit, hit the spot for this because this is spectacular work. You got it. So that is Carlos and Edwin. Thank you so much, you guys. Oh, goodness gracious. Good. You got it. Thank you, guys. All right. Uh, I got one more. Uh, I've been working with this lovely mistress for, like, the uh, I want to say the last three or four years. Almost any con I see in Jersey, I see her. Please welcome Seiko uh, Torre, W. Ruff, also known as the Baroness of Dark Hentai, of the Sinful Silence. Please welcome. Oh, goodness, yes. It's an original character design. We've had princesses, queens, but you will have to forgive me, your highness. Hello, my dear. <laughs> I love all the original work, and I'd love to... So, what was the inspiration? What was the first thing that started with this? So, drill, I, a drink mixer, a jackhammer. It's called the lemur. Okay. <laughs> How did this bad boy start? From here? Right here, and you just dream. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Can you tell me a little bit about the uh, the backpack? Okay, it's a jetpack. Okay, excellent. And a jetpack holds a laser lance, a 
can't say what it really is because there are children here. <laughs> so I got to keep it clean. It's a very nice thing that does very nice things. The kink event was two weeks ago. We're, we're still trying to clean up from that one. Thank you for that, by the way. Yes, I have to. Spectacular. But there, there are two other versions. There's Baroness Dark Hentai Tentacle Uprising, <laughs> and there's Baroness Dark Hentai. There's two more. Tentacle Uprising, if there are any two more terrifying words to put into an audience in the middle of New Jersey, this is brilliant. Can I have you for one more round of photographs, please? Give it up, guys. All right. That is our sinful silence. I like it. It's sort of like the sub-zero to the to her regular costume attire. Thank you, my love. All right. Uh, I'm going to bring on my last presenter. He actually handed me a business card before uh, hitting me with a taser, so thank you for that. Uh, please welcome gentleman, musician, singer, ringleader, and all-around entertainer of the, the well, sort of a whole culture. You? Okay. Please welcome Professor Adam Smasher. Hope you're all having a great convention. It's wonderful to be here. I missed the registration for the other thing, and they were gracious enough to let me uh, come up here and, I guess, give me a couple minutes to speak. I'm, pro I'm promoting my own uh, self-made character here, Professor Adam Smasher. I am a musician. I try to be a gentleman, sometimes of questionable integrity. <laughs> but anyway, working on some music uh, to actually have a band to play at uh, some of the steampunk cons. Uh, please check out my Facebook page and like it. Professor Adam Smasher, I, had, I was prepared to do a song for you, but <clears throat> I don't think they were able to find it. It's a real hard one to find. <clears throat> it's uh, a Beatles song called Maxwell's Silver Hammer, but I guess if you don't have it, you don't have it. So uh, <clears throat> I realize that's pretty obscure, and this was last minute. Thank you very much, everybody, and I may the best costume win. Professor Adam Smasher. You're quite welcome. Thank you. All right, round of applause. Thank you guys. Okay. So, quick question for you guys: uh, Do you need me to buy a little time? Character, we're giving it to Gail for the Dragon Maid. All right, then. Next, we have best comic book characters going to Carlos and Edwin for their Flash and Green. Next, we have our best Disney character, which we are giving to Ashley for her Elsa. Frosty. 
zombies are coming. I will eat you alive. All right, next we have, uh, this was my personal favorite, best video game character. It goes to Jacob and Karen for GLaDOS and Congratulations, guys. I have to say, I really loved how jittery you were on stage the entire time. It was perfect. Best space meth addict ever. Uh, next we have best My Little Pony goes to Aubrey as Twilight Sparkle. Carlos and Edwin as Flash
definitely want to give a shout out to all of the cosplayers in the green room. That was the best group of cosplayers I had ever had backstage. And I wanted to make sure everybody, including the audience, knew how fun it was and stressful, but fun. So please, thank you so much. One more hand to our judges, our cosplayers. Congratulations to our winners. Thank you to our tech guys. Eric and Dr. Andy for making this happen. Thank you everybody for the Geek Creation Show. If you want to stick around here, we've got the movie coming up. Thank you.